Welcome to the Wellbeing Podcast. Welcome into the room and into our conversation surrounding well-being in its many forms. Hello everyone, this is Sophie Matthews, the host of this podcast. This is a graduation special. We're going to share our reflections, highlight our growth, and even our insecurities. We're also going to be sharing some college confessions, so stick around for that. So with that, we have a familiar voice, the art director of the Wellbeing Podcast, Anjaya Kuna who's a recent graduate from UCLA with a major in design and media arts. We also have with us one of the first people I met at UCLA and one of my closest friends. She graduated with a degree in geography and environmental studies. And the most important things to know about her is that she loves gnocchi and all things related to the ocean. This is Hannah Yee. The three of us had the pleasure of rooming together in her third year in an off-campus apartment. So this is really special and it's kind of a cool time capsule moment. So the first question I have for you guys is what would you tell your freshman self to make your college experience smoother? Are there any campus resources that have really helped your journey? Yes, uh, diving into my freshman year, I had food insecurities and my financial burdens actually um, prevented me from having three meals every day in a week. Mm. I had the 11P plan, which is only 11 meals a week, which is if you divide it evenly, two meals a day and then an extra meal for the weekend. Throughout my college experience, I started to learn about resources on campus that I wish I knew as a freshman when I was starving on the weekends. And one of them was the food closet at the Student Activity Center, which we call SAC, where you could take as much food as you want uh, without any payment. <laughs> um, there's the 580 Cafe at St. Albans Church on Hillgard. Mm-hmm. During the Thanksgiving season, uh, there's a free Thanksgiving dinner at Kirkoff that's facilitated by CSC. And you can take home food, like canned food and non-perishable. And they also have a raffle where you could win like grocery store cards, like gift cards, so to Trader Joe's or Ralph's. Mm-hmm and other times store credit in your student ID to buy things at Ackerman. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also CalFresh where you could uh, apply for meal vouchers for dining halls or in exchange for food at the grocery stores, I believe. Anyone's eligible, if you have work study, Cal Grants, have a child, or you work more than 20 hours in a week. One of my personal favorites I, want, I wish I could tell my freshman self was if you want coffee, buy an espresso shot instead. It's It tastes better, it's cheaper, and they always give free like 2% milk, cream, or half and half. Fill your espresso shot with that instead of buying a whole coffee. And Genius. That's, <laughs> that's what I did all the time at Untitled. On the topic of coffees, I would like to plug Dashu International Center, um, and they host some world cafes, I think, once every couple of months, um, you can check on their page. Uh, But you basically get free sampling of coffees from all around the world. So Colombian coffee, Vietnamese coffee, and the like, and you can get your money's worth, AKA it's free. It's great. (laughs) Forget my espresso shot then, free coffee. (laughs) On a roll. Yeah, thanks Anjaya, you're like tackling the physical side got to get the the basic requirements and I think yeah it's very useful information for people so that they don't have to experience starvation yeah 
And as for me, I really, really wish I made the most of the CAPS appointments. So CAPS is the Counseling and Psychological Services Department at UCLA. Students receive six visits per year. And I only started going in my third year. I would definitely recommend um, for anybody to go and visit CAPS. It's funny, freshman year, you don't really hear people talking about it, but as you get into your fourth year, you realize like your whole group of friends, everyone goes to CAPS. It's so normal. It's totally okay. You can go to CAPS with any kind of emotional problems, relationship issues, anything that's weighing on you, um, anything happening back home, any school stressors, anything like that. The counselors are there, the therapists are there to help you and to support you and to tailor a plan that will best help you. And so that, yeah, like take care of yourself emotionally and mentally as well. It's really important. And if you run out of sessions at CAPS, they can help you coordinate referrals outside. And um, if you need services that CAPS can't provide, they will also refer you to behavioral health services at the UCLA Medical Center. Another thing that's super accessible is the GRIT peer coaching. We've actually had a member of GRIT speak on the podcast previously, so you should probably check that out to hear what it's about. That's also another place, a space for you to pour your heart out and have a friend to, an older friend, a trained friend who can guide you through some of life's difficulties. And that's also free and you get one-on-one sessions every week. And the Resilience Peer Network is very similar thing where you also find um, another peer mentor to help you out. Yeah, um, I think all those mentorships and um, guidance counselors are so great. Um, One thing that I wish uh, I took more advantage of throughout school was um, the academic side of counseling. there's one organization I was part of freshman year is Res Life and we had like weekly or bi-weekly um, one-on-ones and I never understood the full scope of what that was for and how these mentors that you have just from like the organizations you're part of or if you actively seek them out like they're for you to discuss what you want out of college academically and if I could remind myself one thing freshman year it's that everyone wants you to succeed as a student and it's okay to talk about the career path you potentially want and people are out there to help you. Mm. Um, And so there's a ton of other mentorships like specifically for your departments or like in anything that you want to go into. Um, And so we'll have a description box in the podcast with more specifics about which groups you can join. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've all grown so incredibly much in your four years. You probably have some nugget of gold and wisdom that you wish you could share with your younger self because now you're armed with hindsight and you know yourself better. Because for me, I have a tendency towards introspection and love to reflect, I love to journal, but I find myself so many days just waking up in the morning and writing in my journal and listing and going over my day and thinking about all the things that I'd done wrong and that I wish I'd done better and how how is it going to change today? How is it going to change tomorrow? I just antagonized myself so much and it exhausted me so much that I just wanted to go back to bed. I think it's so important to do the opposite and to highlight growth and the positive every day and to kind of build that gratitude momentum that comes with realizing I've done something right. I've done the small thing. I've done half the work. I've 
and I'm celebrating every small win. That would have absolutely changed my perception of self and propelled me forward instead of held me back in just self-criticism. And I think in that process, it's also important in order to even begin to crawl yourself out of that negative energy, mm. that negative talk, that self-dialogue that always brings you down, just accepting those imperfections about yourself, confronting that this is your pain, this is your low, and that one day it's gonna be, they're gonna be your teachers in the future. And looking back at it, not forgetting your imperfections, mm -hmm. but wearing them and embracing them. And in that moment, you're deserving of self-care and you should heal at your own pace. Mm, yes, that's such a balance to not forget that we are human and that we are fragile people, but, but we're not hopeless or helpless and we can build strength. Yeah, and alongside your own kind of self-care routine. There's also the responsibility of being a student, wanting to steward that experience well. So for me, I wish I had stuck with a couple of things, a couple of clubs, um, because I truly believe now that less is more. I joined an acapella group and then a sorority, one right after the other. And then I slapped on some research and then I did Bible study and i really wish i'd let myself grow some deep roots where i was and start out with acapella and actually develop relationships with the girls one-on-one -on -one before i moved on to another group a sorority also another billion another group of girls that i had to build relationships with commitment grows your affection for the things that you've chosen to be a priority and it's also where a sense of belonging comes from when you let yourself truly entirely be a part of something, you can't help but feel involved. Commitment is freeing so you're not so distracted, you're not spreading yourself too thin, and you're able to give 110% to the things that you're giving yourself to. I know some people love to do a billion things at once and they're president of however many clubs, but that's not for everyone and certainly wasn't for me. So yeah, when you do Tony things, it almost robs you of the depth of experience that you could have with one thing that you're really committed to or two or three things. Definitely, I think you should focus on the little things, commit to the little things and don't wait for the perfect time or a break to commit as well. When I set too many goals, often when I'm on a break like summer, or spring break or winter break, I end up not achieving any of them from the fear or the anxiety of not knowing where to start or feeling overwhelmed by my own expectations. I think ambition is great, but I think you also have to balance it with rationale and devotion or else, from my experience, I just become drunk with delusion. Mm. Um, I think I can relate to that in um my freshman year experience and wanting to do so much like I had really unrealistic expectations of what I'd end up be doing and uh, what kind of student and what kind of professional I would be that like I ended up not doing anything or like anything that I thought I would be doing. I wish I could have had more faith in myself and um, in the stuff that I would be doing day to day, like whether it's just making more friends and like having an established network that I loved and not like a professional networking thing, like mm -hmm. a just a network of friends that, that will always support you. Um, I think that's so much more important than any of the stuff that I valued freshman year. I think like instead of being so anxious about what I could be doing for my resume, like I wish I could have just trusted that anything that I would be doing would be beneficial in some aspect. Mm -hmm. I wish I could tell myself to just relax and 
trust that I'm gonna find my way and everyone else will too because four years is a long time and when I look back to my college experience I, I think about all the things I end up learning outside of organizations and outside of what I thought was good for my career. What sort of things? Just whether it's stuff that I learned that I actually really enjoy or what I value in French in friendships or or what I want to take away with me post-grad. Mm. You read my mind. I was going to ask, what are you going to take with you <laughs> <laughs> for your post-grad? What are your thoughts for the future? Yeah, thinking about college and what is so like distinct about it and and having like gone in the workforce for a little bit like in college just seeing how like exciting and dynamic and energetic college is like being with friends all the time or like having such little time to do like everything that you want to do like almost a fuel to to be excited about life there's so much to do especially in Los Angeles or like there's so many people that you want to meet or like so much time that you want to spend with them that like your life ends up becoming like super exciting and super eventful and while I was working like this wasn't necessarily the case and there's probably like a lot of other factors involved in that but one thing that I really hope to carry from my university experience is like that sense of wonder of there's it's a great big world out there and you can do whatever you want like I hope that like when I go into a workforce I'm not like jaded and I'm not like oh I know everything about whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. like because I really won't <laughs> I hope everything's still just as new and just as unfamiliar as it is in college yeah mm. and I love how you're not it's not like you want to relive the college experience but you're bringing the energy mm. outside yeah and outwards oh you and Jaya like Hannah I also want to surround myself with friends that I value and friends that are have a sense of wonder and are just excited to explore also helped me with self-reflection. In my experience with making friends and losing friends in college, I think that's become a great lesson for the future ahead of me with the new people I'm going to interact with because I do want to meet new people. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the things I learned was surround yourself with friends that also challenge your comfort zones. They'll help explore different parts of yourselves that you didn't know about yourself or even add to yourself and make yourself better. But also face the bad parts of yourself, but with no judgment and with the, with the motivation that you want to be a better person. Mm, I resonate with that so much. Self-reflection with only yourself and without love is very painful and it's not accurate either and it's not hopeful but reflection that incorporates others and allows them into the experience is so freeing and I think that's what creates community. It's that vulnerability of saying I can't, I don't know who I am and I need you and we can do it together. For the future, that's definitely fundamentally what I'm going to try to grow is just to be established in love, in community, in friendships. And I don't really know what exactly the vision is, but I'm thinking music and food and watching my friends leverage their gifts for the good of the world. And I want to partner in that. Me too. I don't want to work for people, but I want to work with people. Mm -hmm. I don't know what my career looks like. That's what I want to take with me to explore that. Mm -hmm. So as we're wrapping up this podcast, it's confession time. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear your crazy UCLA experiences. Now is your time. (laughs) I confess that I got a D on my stats 10 midterm 1 even after pulling an all-nighter 
and even studying a week before and wow. studying the <laughs> midterm review mock-up test and still I failed. You know what they say? D's get degrees. <laughs> Pretty sure it's C's. Oh. oh. <laughs> and, and then one more confession. Uh, when I took Adderall for the first time, it was the wonder power drug that everyone talked about. And I had this essay to write in like 10 hours. I took it and it was the one that worked right away. I ended up cleaning my whole apartment and wasting the Adderall experience on being clean and hygienic instead of writing this essay. And then when the Adderall was finally coming down, I still had a whole 12 page essay to write. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, brilliant. (laughs) Embarrassing stories. Well, one time, I was on campus and I had to meet someone like later in the afternoon, but um, so I decided, I was like, oh, I'll just go to the botanical garden and walk around. And I'm not really familiar with South Campus, but I've been to the botanical gardens like once or twice. But one thing I did know was that there are no bathrooms. I really had to pee. These two know, I've, we all actually have tiny bland bladders. <laughs> I really had to go to the bathroom and um, the closest building is like nursing. I've never been in that building ever in my life. So I'm like, I'm not taking the risk to go in there and like walk around, look for a bathroom and like there'd be like a super long line. And so the only other person I knew that was in the garden was the worker and he was like on a cart. So I tried to make an effort to look for a path that like didn't, I knew that he wouldn't go on. Um, I was also wearing a bodysuit and some shorts at the time. It's also 1 p.m. Like the sun is high in the sky, (laughs) bright daylight. It's LA, no clouds. There's nowhere to hide. <laughs> I find some path with like a fence behind it. Pull down my shorts and I have to move the bodysuit to the side and then I pee and then I'm like, I'm done. I ran out of there. And <laughs> Never happened. Something to talk about over lunch afterwards. <laughs> like, guess what I just did? Wow. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> Yeah, I was debating as to which vomit story I wanted to share, but um, I'll just go with this one. So some friends came down for a fun tunneling trip. So there are these tunnels under UCLA and they're really fun and you're probably not supposed to go under them without a guide or something. So you're supposed to go with your friends at night and I remember we were all dressed in like hoodies and we're like kind of G and we had also had a lot of drinks a lot and I wasn't feeling very great but I kept drinking anyway and (laughs) as we're going underground in the tunnels I'm like feeling kind of nauseous getting kind of dizzy and it just comes out liquid like all this transparent like vodka straight up just comes (laughs) spewing out so I've made my mark in the UCLA tunnels (laughs) yes we've made it so did Hannah (laughs) Mark my territory. (laughs) Also, this is a disclaimer. These are confessions precisely because we are aware that these are not recommended behaviors. We do not endorse drinking or drug use. These are just some college experiences that were true and real for us. Thank you for listening. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to get involved, Go to our page www.thewellbeingpodcast.com and contact us for a recording session. We would love to hear from you.